the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to The Common Good. My name is Aubrey Sampson, alongside my co-host, Brian Fromm. We are thrilled today to be joined by a friend of the show, Dr. Jamie Ayton. He's the co-founder of Spiritual First Aid and the Humanitarian Disaster Institute at Wheaton College. They have an incredible event coming up called the Church Mental Health Summit. Perfect for such a time as this. So many people dealing with mental health issues and trauma in the church. That's happening on October 10th. We'll hear more about that from Dr. Jamie Ayton. Jamie, thanks for being here with us today. Hey, thanks so much. Really looking forward to connecting today. So big picture, Jamie, tell us kind of about the genesis of the Church Mental Health Summit and what it's all about. Well, as you know, we're in the midst of a mental health crisis right now. And the Church Mental Health Summit was actually launched by Laura Howe of Hope Made Strong four years ago. Mm. And then last year, our organization, Spiritual First Aid, came alongside Laura and partnered to offer the Church Mental Health Summit again. And then this year, we're collaborating along with um, Hope Made Strong and also Biola School of Psychology for their mental health and church initiative. And so we're super excited. As of uh, just yesterday, we have 8,500 people registered from over 101 countries. So I think that really speaks to the need of both how aware the church has become about mental health, Mm, but also just the very real need the church has for how to be better equipped. Yeah, Jamie, that's awesome. Uh, Speak to us about, um, do you believe the mental health crisis is getting worse? And why is it? We always hang it on COVID. I'm sure that's a huge one. But what do you think's going on out there? If it is getting worse in the church, outside the church, what's causing it? Yeah, you know, I think there's kind of multiple factors here. Um, you know, when we talk about COVID, a lot of people just kind of blame COVID, like you said, for pretty much anything that's going wrong these days. <laughs> yes. But I, I think, but if you look at most of those issues, including mental health, those struggles, those challenges, most that we're talking about, whatever the issue may be, aren't new, right? That mm-hmm. mental health has been a problem for a long time. And what COVID did was really kind of compound that impact. Right. So things were already bad for a lot of people. And now it's worse for even more people. And then those Mm. who maybe hadn't struggled previously now are struggling. So all those things are kind of coming to a head. And so I think what it also what we also saw happen was that during COVID-19, people became more aware of mental Mm. health issues. So there's both, I think, kind of two waves happening. One that there are more challenges happening, but also we're more aware of the challenges that already existed. So Mm. I think that's another reason why it feels so overwhelming. Mm. Again, we're talking with Dr. Jamie Ayton about an event that's coming up, Church Mental Health Summit on October 10th. You can find out more at churchmentalhealthsummit.com. You can register there as well. Jamie, who is this for? And like, what questions are they asking? Yeah, so this is really geared toward anyone in the church wanting to make a difference. So whether you're a lead pastor, if you're on staff of a church, you're a volunteer, or somebody in the pew who just wants to be a better caregiver to somebody else in their community or church. So it really is, we've got something for everyone. So we have uh, about 65 speakers this year. Wow. And we have those folks that'll be talking.
talking really kind of in four main tracks, one being community mental health, church health, leadership health, and also missions and culture. Mm. So Jamie, uh, we we get i think the church is doing a better job but there's still people who will say things like this right like uh you just need the joy of the lord or <laughs> mental health this isn't something we should be talking about in church christians shouldn't struggle with mental health thankfully i think that's going away but what would you say to people maybe who still hold on to that belief yeah you know and and i think even on top of that there's also still some additional stigma around mental mm-hmm. health sometimes and like you said it has gotten a lot better but like i even remember in the small church i grew up in when i came home from my doctoral studies in psychology and my pastor pulled me aside as i was leaving church he's like jamie i heard you're studying psychology i'm praying for your soul wow. <laughs> so you know and maybe i needed that prayer you know i'm not yeah. going to pass up on that prayer but um you know i think it highlights that there's a lot mm. of different obstacles to this and the church is getting better but i think it's important to recognize right in the same way that we know that if our health is struggling that can impact our faith as well mm. and the way in the spiritual first aid uh, curriculum that we developed we talk about the blessed needs biological livelihood emotional social and spiritual needs mm. and how all of these things our research shows are interconnected and so yeah we need to have faith but also too just because we have faith doesn't mean we're not going to still struggle with mental health so yeah. when we look at the ministry of christ christ cared for the whole person and the church would be wise to do the same. Mm. And Jamie, thinking about, I guess, the ripple effects of a summit like this, um, and even just your personal hopes for mental health in the church, like what, what do you kind of long to see happen? Yeah, I, I really want to see the church be a place that is mental health friendly, that people, mm. when they are in need, can go to the church and receive care. It doesn't mm. mean that everybody in the church has to be a therapist. It doesn't yeah. mean that every church has to have a therapist on staff, but there's so much the church can do that no place else can, that we can offer a message of hope and a community of care in ways that no other organization can. Mm, yeah. Right. Jamie, what role does uh, all of our technology, social media mm my phone being next to me at bed or whatever it else it might be, you know, <laughs> dinging all the time. What role is that playing maybe in an increased mental health crisis mm. in our culture? Yeah. So there's actually some really good research. I actually was just at a conference uh, over the summer where they were unpacking a lot of empirical studies on the connection between mental health and social media. Hmm. And, you know, some of those findings, especially among like teenagers in particular, where it's been shown to have a negative impact on their mental health, raising levels of anxiety, body mm. image related types of challenges. Wow. Mm. But then also for adults, you know, we've kind of created a vacuum where, you know, we see everybody else's life and there's that kind of fear of missing out or we're constantly comparing ourselves or our life isn't as good as what somebody else's is yeah. presenting. Yeah. Or we're just angry at everyone because we've, <laughs> you know, isolated ourselves with other people that are angry about things. And, you know, that starts mm. to snowball. So that is, unfortunately, I think also amplifying some of these challenges. Mm. Oh, man. I, yeah, that's a whole we could talk about that for a whole hour. Um, Jamie, we only have a couple minutes left. So this may be unfair to launch at you now. But I, I particularly love your story and how it brought you to the Humanitarian Disaster mm. Institute and the work that you do now. Can you just kind of give our listeners a broad overview? 
Yeah, sure. So the I had never planned to quite get into the work that I'm doing, especially in the humanitarian and disaster space, especially as a psychologist. But right after I finished grad school, my first teaching job was at Southern Miss. And so we moved down. And then six days later, Hurricane Katrina struck our community. Mm-hmm. And I still vividly remember that Sunday morning. So we actually didn't have a cell phone signal because we lived out in the country. The cable guy is supposed to come on Monday. So we had no TV signal. But when I left work on Friday, you know, we knew Katrina was coming, but we thought it was going to be on the other side of New Orleans. But we had no idea that over the weekend that it shifted and was coming straight between Louisiana and Mississippi and aimed right for our community. And Mm -hmm. it wasn't until that Sunday morning when my family and I were attending church and the pastor gets up and says, you know, if you remember Camille, you know what I'm about ready to say. And he goes on then to talk about how Camille had been one of the worst disasters to ever strike the U.S. and that now Katrina looked to be even worse and was coming Mm. for our community. And I just Mm. remember feeling completely unprepared for that. Mm. But then within weeks of it was doing research and training with churches on the ground to try to help bring awareness about how to care for mental health. And then over time, that evolved into doing more disaster and humanitarian work. And then now it's kind of come back full circle for me with the work that we're doing with the Church Mental Health Summit as well as with spiritual first aid. Oh, absolutely great. amazing. Look at what God has done. Dr. Jamie Aiton is the co-founder of Spiritual First Aid and the Humanitarian Disaster Institute at Wheaton College. They have an incredible event coming up for you. It's the Church Mental Health Summit on October 10th. You can learn more at www.churchmentalhealthsummit.com. Jamie, thanks so much for being here with us today. Thanks, thanks for having me. You're listening to The Common Good on AM 1160, Hope for Your Life. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com. <laughs> 